Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Combos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today I'm excited because we're doing another couples episode. It's been a while since I've had like two people on the podcast at one time, but I figured, you know, my two good friends, Nikki Hiltz and Emma Gee are the perfect people to have on and just have a very good conversation that goes in a lot of different directions. So Nikki's already been on the podcast a couple different times, but this is Emma's first time on the podcast. We talk about a bunch of different things. I don't even know how to describe this episode, but it's so funny. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> What's up, dude? Emma hey. and Nikki. Uh, Nikki's already been on a couple times, maybe two times. It's been a while, though, since you've been on. So welcome back. Yeah, and Emma's a, Emma's a new guest. Welcome. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> so we're doing a couple's have... episode. Yay. Oh, Do you guys have, like, like how am I going to distinguish between the Emmas? Oh. Do you have, like, nicknames? Or... I mean, I just call... Emma, Emma, and then Emma would call me. Emma, right. so. <laughs> yeah, I think that would work. Hey, we have like slightly different voices though, so I feel like people would. Yeah. Also, like, yeah. how often are you referring to people by name? Anyway. Yeah. Well, when I said, okay, never mind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like not an issue. I don't think it's, it's more of an issue in my head. But yeah. Yeah, yeah even though you can see both of us talking, also. Yeah. So. Completely different. Like he's the only one with the issue. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I was just just can't want to confuse the listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. My listeners are smart. Only smart people listen to this podcast. Okay. So yeah. to be able to get it. Maybe I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Me just starting off insulting my guests. Um, okay, well, to get started, do you want to just like give us a little bit about um, you guys? Like, <laughs> tell us about yourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Hi, I'm I'll, Emma. I'll introduce Emma and you introduce me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's cute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> introduce me all right this is emma um v not abrahamson <laughs> not to be confused and um emma is a my partner <laughs> okay emma v is a runner and my partner She's also an advocate for the LGBTQ community and the first openly out athlete to attend BYU University. And um, where am I from? Oh, from Colorado. Yeah. Uh, Boulder, right outside of Boulder. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she is her big goal right now is to qualify for the U.S championships in the steeplechase and i am at coaching her to hopefully do that yeah okay and then this is nikki Hills. nikki is from santa cruz california they are trans non-binary they use they them pronouns great jawline they ran at 
Oregon with Emma and then you transferred to University of Arkansas and then you ran for Adidas and then you like made the world team and then you and then you changed your life and then you got a new coach and then you were running and then and then speed up speed up and then you signed with like Lululemon and you run the 1500 and the 800 sometimes yeah and your goal your goal is to make the the world team this year and yeah. and you know be in the top three in the U.S. for the 1500 yeah and dominate on a global scale so oh, oh. Ooh, <laughs> yeah okay. some high expectations <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah oh and they and they recently broke two minutes in the 800 and you just yeah. won like a bunch of races in Iowa and Nikki is an advocate for the transgender community and the queer community. Oh yeah. And you started the Pride 5K, which I worked with you on. And so Oh yeah, we're both um race directors of the Pride 5K. Yeah. 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 So I think and your favorite color is green. So yeah. there we go. Perfect. There you go. Wow. I feel like that was just a very good summary of each of you. Um <laughs> episode done. Yeah. Bye. Also, oh yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um <laughs> thanks for coming. Always oh, it. <laughs> Um, it sounds like you guys have a lot going on, though. I feel like that's a lot of, like, things that you're working on. Um, and you guys are, I feel like you both are running super well right now. So yeah. Emma also just PR'd in the steeplechase. Oh, my gosh, I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 9.52, baby. Peyton Jordan. We love the Stanford track. Did you like the Stanford track when you were, like, in high school and college and everything? I did. I ran a good 1,500 there when I was in college. And then high school, I think I only ran on it once, and I, like, sucked. But no. I had a great time. I love the Stanford campus. Like, it's a beautiful area. So, you know, maybe I have, like, I have mixed feelings about it. But yeah. I think it's good vibes. I mean, everyone seems to run well there most of the time. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. I so. love that. I'm glad you had a good 15 on it. That makes sense. That well, yeah, I had to make up for it. Like, it was, like, honestly, probably one of the worst races I had my senior year was at Stanford. I, like, absolutely, I don't even know what happened. I just died. Well, your senior yeah. year of high school? Okay. Yeah, in high school. Um... And then I had to make up for it, you know, when I went back. And yeah. I just got my wisdom teeth out, too. And then oh. I just decided to race. Marisa was That's like, let's put, let's put you in the Stanford, like, the fastest teeth. I was like, sure, throw me in there. Why not? <laughs> After your wisdom teeth. Yeah. But then, so I, then I PR'd. So, you know, I guess all you have to do is just lose a couple teeth and you'll PR. Absolutely. I would have never known that that was the way to do it. That's yeah. That's like a tip with Emma. So that's like why people listen to my podcast is to get tips from me. That's a new one. Um, oh. I don't know if I've talked about it. That's good to know because yeah. Nikki still has their wisdom teeth. So uh-huh. if you want to knock a few seconds off, you should. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm trying to hold off until the end of the season, but sometimes they like hurt. Really? <laughs> I'm surprised yeah, they don't like have them. <laughs> I know. Why do you still have them? I am a late bloomer, guys. I don't know. <laughs> Coming I'm 28 years old and they're just now coming out. I'm just now popping in. That kind of sucks though. Like I got mine out when I was in uh when I was at Oregon, yeah. And it was on the Oregon Athletics dime, which was nice because it's kind of expensive oh. to get them out. It's oh like five gosh, grand so or something. Smart. That's a tip. Okay, if you're a college athlete and you haven't gotten your wisdom teeth out, get them out. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. That is such a hot take. Well, sometimes because a lot of people don't have dental insurance, like yeah girl right here so yeah, it would yeah, it would be nice to not have to pay for that you know oh, that's yeah. so nice. but then you do have to run a 1500 right after it happens so just yeah put that into put that in perspective there's not really a good time to do it that's a good yeah. strategy for usa's the week before oh, um, yeah get your wisdom teeth out and then it'll be like 
you'll yeah. just be flying. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. What is this tangent we just went on? Oh, I like <laughs> Off so to a great start. Um, okay, wait, Emma, what is the, what is the, like, is there a standard for the USAs? I kind of forgot how it works. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. No, yeah. So the new 3K steeple USA standard is 935. Okay. Obviously, I think they do sometimes like fill the field. So I think if you're like sub 940, maybe you'd yeah. be good to get in. They basically are going to take the top 30. How USA's works is they take the top 30 um, in each event. Like times. Yeah. yeah. So we're watching we're watching the tennis um, docuseries on Netflix. And I feel like they like tennis is very much about rankings. And like, I oh, feel like yeah. a good way to look at it is like, my goal is to be ranked, not even ranked, to get top three at USA's. Emma's goal is to be ranked top 30 to make USA's. So that's okay. kind of like yeah, our journey. That's like the T. So yeah. yeah. So I ran a 952 like a few weeks ago. So I still have some time to take off in the steeple chase. But yeah. I feel like the whole thing with the steeple is like you're like in a certain shape. And I feel like it takes like two or three steeples to actually run the time that you're in shape for. So basically you don't know how fast you are until you do like your third steeple, at least, at least for me. So yeah, I'm excited. You're off to a good start then. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. It's crazy to like jump back in a track meet though. It's so chaotic. Like the college kids are so freaking fast, so aggressive, so competitive. They're out for blood. Like Brian Clay was unhinged. Yeah, like, I was watching that meet online. It looked unhinged. I was like, "Why is everyone so fast?" I was watching the fifteen hundreds, and I was like, "I all I could say." Sorry to people listening, but I was like, "I am so glad I'm not in college anymore." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Why is everyone running four ten? Is what I, I want to know. I'm like, yeah, that's not that wasn't happening back in our day. No. Yeah, literally, it's crazy. I mean, you're eight hundred. Yeah, that was the, that was the college kid that you Absolutely. were racing. Yeah, yeah, no, they're on fire. It's really, I mean, it's really cool to see. But like, yeah, I'm very grateful. I'm not yeah in the chaos anymore. <laughs> they're next level. They're so cool. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what's uh? Does uh Nikki have like a special sauce in terms of coaching? Like, what's the what's the specialty? Why? How are you getting so good? Oh my gosh! I mean, Nikki. You just, like, know so much about the sport. How do I explain this? Like, yeah, I feel like you've been coached by some, like, the best coaches in the NCAA and then, like, post-NCAA, right? So I feel like you've kind of just, like, taken things from each program that you've been a part of. And then you, like, sat down and, like, wrote my training. And I'm just, like, I think I have the best training program out of anyone. (laughs) Because you, like, pick and choose what you like from each one. It's kind of like a melting pot of all the coaches right yeah so I feel very blessed to have someone who has had so much experience yeah but yeah you're a great coach like oh thanks Emma you're very calming calming presence you know what you're doing I don't yell yeah you don't (laughs) yell which I hate coaches that yell so much you're not like a cis man so I love that Um, but what else I will say it's very easy to coach someone who is very confident in themselves like, I feel like it's easy to be like, me being like, yeah, I'm like, you're going to run 930. And then she's like, yeah, I am. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to convince no so of anything. It makes it easy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You're good. You're a good coach. What's your favorite part of your coaching? <laughs> What's your favorite part of coaching me? 
Yeah, what's your what's your favorite thing about me? I'm <laughs> just took over. Sorry. Yeah, honestly, just have a conversation. I'll just be here. I'll be the fly on the wall. <laughs> I think it's not. I think it's the confidence you have in yourself and like um yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good quality to have, yeah. <laughs> what's like the training philosophy? Like is it like a lot of miles or is it like a lot of speed? What's what's the vibe? Are you allowed to give away your secrets? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't care. I think, I mean, I just want to set Emma up. Like, it's not, it's not about me. It's about Emma, and like, I just want to. You can talk about front side drills. Yep. <laughs> yeah, on my, I do like, because you had an issue. You were, you were like, you could improve your. Form. Oh, Emma's. Yeah, I want to improve Emma's speed and like form and like. Um, I had a little speed. bit of a limp when I was running yeah if so that I, makes sense. and I think I've learned that like drills really help with your form and so like Mondays and Thursdays we do a lot of drills but at, overall it's just it's pretty it's high mileage and kind of more of an emphasis on like either like st- really strength stuff on Tuesdays and then really speed stuff on Fridays so not a lot in the middle but like that's we're also early in the season so we're like kind of working to that middle ground mm. but kind of on either end as of now there you go strength and speed okay that sounds about like the, every other program sounds about on par the same as every single athlete yeah i forgot what was i know i was talking with colleen and we were talking about like running programs and how they're just like all everyone does the exact same thing like i could yeah. just guess like and i there's like a 90 percent chance it's like <laughs> on Tuesday you're doing tempo run. On Friday you're doing track workout, and either Saturday or Sunday it's a long run. Everything else is recovery. So it's exactly. the same. Yeah, it's literally that. Oh, but we also lift. Um, I feel like that's a good. <laughs> lift yeah, we're, we lift. We lift. We're really unique. We we lift sometimes. Always have oh, so special. Okay. I'm so- yeah running is so boring but I also I don't know anything about like hurdles or steeples so I, I just my job is to get Emma like 3k fit and then she I'm like you look great like you do all the hurdle stuff I'm like looks good to me <laughs> I know I wouldn't even know how to like go about teaching someone how to do a, anything about the hurdles like I feel like if you don't run the steeplechase you just don't know unless I know. yeah I feel like even coaching it I'm just like how do the coaches know they Unless you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, nobody does know. But Emma's a really, you're a really good hard work, so it makes sense. That's really nice of you to say. Colleen knew what she was talking about. This was hilarious. Oh my god, yeah. Colleen was like, and Emma were doing hurdles together, and like, um, Colleen would like, tell Emma what to do, and then be like, okay, I'm gonna demonstrate. And uh, me and Emma are like, standing, like, watching Colleen. Colleen goes flawlessly over the hurdle, and Emma just like, kind of under her breath to me, just goes, that's an Olympian right there. <laughs> like, it's just so like, like you know they're really talented. Like an Emma Coburn, a Colleen. Like you know how good they are, obviously. But then you like do drills with them, and you're just like, yeah, there's a there's a reason you're you know winning and shit. I don't know. It was it was really beautiful. So it's yeah. it's fun to be around someone like Colleen who's very like good at what she does. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it's hard if you're even if you're like that good too to like teach someone how to do it. I don't know. It's like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, you're also good at the steeple chase, so I feel like it's probably not that hard to teach it. But if you were to teach someone brand new, I feel like it's really difficult if you're like the absolute best to teach someone that doesn't know how to do it at all. Like if yeah. Colleen was like with me, if she was like, "All right, I'm gonna teach you how to do yeah. drills," I'd be like, 
girl I would see her go over one hurdle and be like no sorry that's not for you yeah I, yeah I give up she's she's so good at it and I embarrassed myself because she did a drill and then I went to do it and I smacked my leg <laughs> on the hurdle and then she like turns around and she's like are you okay and I'm like I'm so embarrassed like it just sounds so much worse than it is and so you just yeah I mean it's yeah she kudos to her she's done a phenomenal job in that event and I don't understand it sometimes but you just have to have enough momentum going in but the real people who are good at hurdlers are like the 400 hurdlers so yeah that's yeah yeah Yeah, i'll ask sydney mclaughlin like next time i talk to her Um, yeah talk to sydney about yeah we chat all the time so she'll give me some tips yeah (laughs) has she been on the pod no there's no way she even answers my dms i mean i guess i could reach out to her agent i'm way too small Oh, maybe he would. Yeah, I I I haven't even I haven't had one sprinter on my podcast yet, so (laughs) I probably should branch out maybe a little bit. That's funny because I remember when I was doing my podcast, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna reach out to some of these like queer sprinters." Didn't hear back from one of them. Like, yeah, I DM'd a couple. I've like DM'd people, but no one, no answer. I'm like, wow, you don't want to rock with me? It's fine. Yeah, like I just you know it's yeah. not their brand to go on con. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, it's hey, and I can't even take offense. You know, I'm not even gonna take offense. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. We're just nerdy. Like Disney owners are just nerdy. It's hard. Oh, absolutely. The sprinters are like so much cooler, and I did think it was funny to realize, like, when you go to USA's, like the sprinters are not going out to the bars the way, like, they're not going out to the bars with the like distance runners. No, they're not party. I don't know where they party. I don't know what they do, but I know that I, I never get the invite. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they're probably doing surprisingly. They always cooler. forget to hit me up. They never hit me up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, it's a bunch of like distance runners. Yeah. yeah. That's but actually a really good point though, because like when I was at Worlds last year or whatever, not a sprinter in sight. Yeah. Where do they only go? distance runners? They would, why would they go to the wild duck? Why do we go to the wild duck? <laughs> I, don't know. I think the wild, didn't the wild duck close down now too? I think they're all yeah. closed. So now I like really don't know where people are going to go. No, yeah. We just have to ask Sydney, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah. We come full circle to just going. I'm gonna DM her after this episode yeah, and be like, "Girl, hey, where are you going know. out after uh, USA yeah. this year?" Exactly. Oh, that's such a good question. That's my goal, actually, for USA is to get invited to like <laughs> the cool people I'll go. Where the cool sprinters are. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like you have the best in out of um, us three. So I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shoot my shot. I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, again, so many tangents. How is it already two thirty? Also, we've already spent thir- like thirty minutes talking about. Sorry. Um. No, I feel like people like this. this is why people like my podcast? It's all over the place. Um. Okay, I will say San Diego misses you. I feel like you've been. How long have you been Aww. in flag? It's kind of a while now. A year. A year. Yeah. We moved here in March. Now it's May. So like, yeah, year and a month. Yeah, a year and a month. Yeah. You know, no, I would say it I would say you guys probably miss San Diego, but I would be wrong because you guys are both thriving in flag. So I can't I, even say that. I miss seeing like it was fun having you in San Diego, but I don't miss San Diego because it was very isolating, in my opinion. We were there in a really hard time, like during the pandemic, then the year after it. It was just like yeah, it was so hard. But I miss like obviously the weather and the beach and like the people. The I think people, the people yeah. that we did know. Oh, you know, my friends. And, but yeah, no, flag I think is just more 
it's easier to be a good runner here if it makes sense like, it's easier to like make friends yeah, here a like little bit. everyone all of our friends here are professional runners doing the same thing like right. long running on the weekend working out tuesday and friday like it's so we're all on the same schedule and so it makes it really easy to like hang out and then we also hang out when we run like that's our social time is going on a run and talking and like yeah. connecting with people you know so it's just and you're at 7,000 feet like oh my god I cannot yeah. explain how good it feels to come down to sea level and race like right it does it's good. like I'm I can't ever go back now to training at sea level <laughs> like, <laughs> why because do you just think you have so many gains from training like at 7,000 yeah. yeah yeah I think it's just like I don't know for whatever reason I respond really well to altitude and like um just the feeling of like racing is never easy it's always gonna hurt but like it just hurts less you know, when you go down. Let's something. rephrase this. So when you're training up at altitude, it hurts so bad. Oh, yeah, that, and you yeah. gaslight yourself. You're like, I'm not in good shape. These workouts are so hard. And like, it, so it's like that. So you feel yeah. really bad all the time up at altitude. So then when you go down, it feels easier. So basically, you're just gaslighting yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you're or you just like never you never feel good and then you can finally go feel good so yeah exactly yeah it's kind of sick but yes. that's I, how feel, I, I feel like that's hard to gain confidence though because if you feel bad all the time pretty much it's like how do you yeah how do you keep that confidence if you're humbled every day by not being able to breathe I think you just have to remember perspective. yeah perspective just like no it's gonna I don't know it's gonna be worth it or like I also feel like I am I think the reason I do well at altitude is because I know I'm not one of those people that like I never hammer a run like you could not find me breaking 730 on a run right, like I like that's I'm not really gonna go faster than that and I think that that's really actually good for me that training at 7,000 feet like like I'm you're not gonna go so my rec- I really do like I think recover on the recovery days and and then go hard on the workout days and yeah. and then you have to believe in the altitude conversion I feel like as mm-hmm. well like I feel like you do have to like finish a workout and be like oh my gosh like I actually ran like this time yeah. if you convert it yeah which not everyone's into that but I'm into that <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for it. Nikki's face like this. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. You got to do that. And then, yeah, with Scout, with our dog, too. It's it's really nice being here. Like, she was just it. so hot. <laughs> you know how it is with the dog parks, too. It's yeah. Like, to dog yeah. park. And, yeah. I know yeah. how that is. But yeah. I'm also not a professional runner, so I can spend all day at the dog park and get my dog all tired, you know? Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't oh. need to be at seven thousand feet. I <laughs> yeah. know. That's I do funny. like Flagstaff though. Like, and and I definitely see why it's like a much better place to train compared yeah. to San Diego. Like, San Diego yeah. is beautiful weather. Like, you would think that it would be like a very ideal place to train, but I think due to how big it is, and it does get like pretty hot, and it's really expensive. Um, right. I just feel yeah. like there's a lot of reasons why it's not the best place to train, and there's just like not that many public tracks, and there's not that many trails to run on either. Yeah, um, that aren't yeah. like absurdly hilly and absurdly hot in the day. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's just like a lot of cons to San Diego. But if you're not a professional runner and you're just a podcaster like me, great place. That's <laughs> paradise. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, your life looks so beautiful. Every time <laughs> I like watch your stories, I'm like, this is what San Diego could have been like. <laughs> what could have been? God, could have been. <laughs> what could have been? Well, 
when you guys retire, you can come back if you exactly. so desire. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The one downside to Flagstaff is that you kind of have to run to socialize. Though. Well, yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Like, because I yeah. don't think I could be in Flagstaff. Yeah. Other than if I was like really training, because yeah, exactly. it make, first of all, it make me feel really bad about myself because everyone I know there is a runner. So if I yeah. wasn't running, then I would be like, wow, I suck. Even when I was there, like when I was triathlon training in 2020, like I just felt bad about myself because I was just in such worse shape than all the pro runners around me, where I was like, wow, I'm like still suck. Um, yeah, but I, like, I mean, it's a motivating environment, it. yeah. Yes. It, yes. That's a real, that's a real thing though, because my first six months in Flagstaff, I was working from home. And so Nikki would come back from practice, like happy as a bird, like getting their social needs met. And I've been like locked in this apartment. I'm like, you know, running by myself. From home, I yeah. hated it. It was so miserable. And so I'm like, truly, like, I do think you have to kind of be doing the same thing as you yeah. know, so you could have community and everything. So, yeah. so basically, yeah. you have to be a professional runner because if you're not, then you're yeah. Emma's like, I'm gonna start running because I need friends. I'm like, I have to become <laughs> a professional runner to get my social needs met. So that's the dream. <laughs> the sacrifices that you make to have a social life is. Just I know. That's actually literally it what was happened. crazy though. Emma would like work all week, go for like maybe like four mile runs here and there, and then on Saturday, like the weekend, like we long run Saturday. Would just come and run fourteen miles with us. Oh, I would drop them. I would drop them. I would drop them. Fresh, yeah, because that was fresh. They would come from their Friday night workout, and I'd show up Saturday morning. I would drop them. I'd push the pace. Like it was so fun. One stepping. (laughs) One stepping. Yeah, they're like, can we like slow down? I'm like, no. This is my workout. Uh, that's fun yeah it's good to be on the same schedule now yeah <laughs> I'm like jealous of that I wish I could just pop in I'm like way too out of the elite running world where I can't even hang on for a uh, warm-up so that's like <laughs> honestly my goal though is to be able to run with anyone at any point like whenever I want yeah. to like once I can run like 7 30 pace somewhat comfortably I will feel so good about myself but it's, it's just gonna take me a while to get there you know we yeah, had some hiccups yeah. along the way in the last build up so I hurt I'm, my back bad I know <laughs> in the winter I, in the winter is not good were you you were like oh, three no. you were almost three months into your build up and then that happened yeah I know I know I well I went way too hard too quickly um yeah. because I think I'm just insane and also I you know I don't have a coach to tell me to stop it's um, hard. And I have all the time in the world considering that it's my job-ish. So <laughs> that I just like went way too hard um, and yeah. hurt my back. Basically, basically broke my back, kind of. But oh um, we're God. back now, but we're back at square one. And yeah, one day I'll get back to 7.30 pace being easy. But I think you will. You will. It's a journey, but you will. Yeah, you're talented. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. That's so real, though. I hurt my piriformis in my butt last summer because I also came back too fast I was like trying to jump in like workouts with people it was so stupid and I couldn't walk for like a while sad sad girl injuries are hard yeah injuries suck if I ever get injured I'm leaving Flagstaff and going to San Diego yeah 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 (laughs) there you go yeah well yeah being injured there sounds like bad too because when everyone else is running and then I feel like the cross training facilities there. Well, you have NAU, which I feel like is nice because um, mm-hmm. they have like a super nice pool, whatever. Yeah. But like the other pools available, I feel like are just not that great. No, like so I feel no. like yeah, <laughs> it would be hard to. It is hard to be here when you're like not running with people. I will absolutely say yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So sad. 
so do you have a job emma or you did you just decide to stop and just start running <laughs> no i'll give you a tea so basically i had my big girl job and then you're gonna die but basically my company that i was working for shut down because one of the board members allegedly of course um got um investigated by the fbi for laundering money in la and it was like a PR firm. And so basically all his other board members quit and resigned, resigned. The company dissolved and I lost my job. Um, all allegedly, he, I think the, the case is ongoing, of course. So um, anyway, yeah, so that happened like literally last June. And so then like, I was just like, oh my gosh, my world is crashing down. And then I went to USA like the next week to watch Nikki run. And so I'm going through this like life crisis, basically. And I'm watching all these steeple chasers and I'm like, I can do that. Um, and I couldn't at the time, but I was just like, okay, like I'm back around running. Like, oh my God, you know, I haven't done this in like a year. I'm feeling really lost. So yeah, I just kind of like decided to train again and kind of pick a goal because I don't know if you like with mental health and you're like a young adult. You're figuring out your like career, your work life and everything. I was just very, very lost and very depressed. So I was like, okay, like I'll lean into running while I apply for jobs and everything. And then the job market was super, super bad. And so then I worked on the Pride 5K <laughs> and then I applied for more jobs. And then fortunately in February, I started working part-time with this really lovely person named Amy here in Flagstaff. She owns her own like media company. And so, yeah, now I do like really random like media management, like a lot of social media management online part time. So Amy's wonderful. And it's the most random clients like this, like charcuterie board, like Ooh. business. Yeah. And, and you're like doing social media for. Yeah. <laughs> and then this um like diabetic pajama company. It's like so random. And I'm just like, all right, how do I make content for this? How do I make <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> making TikToks yeah yeah I had to like make like a charcuterie board video and I I had to like make TikTok and reels for that stuff so then we got to eat it sorry long story short (laughs) yes I am sort of employed but then I was just like I have to full send my running because yeah so you're like you part-time social media work part-time pride 5k and then part-time professional runner professional good yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's the tea about Emma's employment status. So it's funny. I feel like you have a good balance, though, because it's like you don't, I don't know, it's not very good to have all running all the time. So it's nice to have something else to focus on. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Good to mix it up with charcuterie board stuff and running content. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's a vibe. Yeah, it's been yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and Nikki, you got a new coach. I mean, this is all like old news, but I just feel like you haven't been on my podcast in a while. So do you want to? Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's your yeah. time to shine. You can tell us about your Flagstaff journey. <laughs> my journey. Yeah. I mean, we moved in March from San Diego to here. And yeah, I joined. Um, I started coach, being coached by Mike Smith, who's the NAU coach, and um, joined Rachel and Ellie. Um out here and they're like 5k 10k runners so I'm definitely like the speedy one in the group but um I really like it because they yeah they just make me stronger with the threshold stuff and then on Fridays I get to drop them so I kind of get like (laughs) got to both worlds like on Tuesdays they drop me and then Fridays I you know I'm done yeah (laughs) 
no it's great though and like um yeah I also I signed with I don't know if we've talked since I've signed with Lululemon but no June yeah June of last year I was basically at the start of 2022 was um figuring out contract stuff and then um really 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 wanted to be with Lululemon but they we kind of had to like there was just a few months there of like finalizing everything and so um yeah I finally like officially signed with them in June of last year kind of the day before USA's um, which was kind of fun, but stressful. Uh, it was a crazy few yeah. weeks. It was like the week I lost my job and then Nikki yes. officially got their job. Yeah. And then you wild. like went to USA and it was the craziest. It was like, I was unemployed trying to find a sponsor, but Emma had a job and yeah. then Emma lost her job and like I finally signed. So it was, yeah, yeah. but it all works out and you know, we're a team and, um, yeah. yeah. And then Pretty much, yeah. We we also put on the Pride 5K last um, October here in Flagstaff, which was awesome. And so that was kind of like from June to October was us working on that. And yeah, um, yeah. I crazy. I don't know. I feel like that's I I feel like myself again, like on the track, and that's really exciting. Like I feel like I finally have enough strength. Um, you know, just training with Mike and Rachel Nelly, and then you know, adding the altitude. I just have enough strength to like use my kick. Um, and so that's been really fun to like have that come back. And um, yeah, I'm excited for, um, I guess, the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I, every time I have seen you race, I feel like you do look like, I don't, I don't even know if your old self is the right word, but it kind of reminds me of you in like high school and stuff where you just dust everyone. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know it's probably the combination of you being happier in Flagstaff and just like the training and yeah. everything. And also like having a sponsor that's like stable and really supportive too, yeah. I feel like is important. So I feel like everything is just adding up. So I'm excited to see how like the rest of the year goes. So there is the world this year. Yeah. Yeah. Budapest, Hungary. Oh wait, I knew that. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I knew this cause I will be there. <laughs> what? What? So oh, I, yeah, no, I don't know how I forgot that. I just remembered I was going to Europe, but then I forgot that the reason that I'm, I'm going to Europe for something. Reason, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm. No, but I'm going with a bunch of like my Portland friends. We're all going uh, oh, so together. Bad. So we're like starting in Rome, but then we're going to go to Budapest. Like we're going to have this giant oh, villa thing. Oh. There's going to be like 25 people staying there. And then we're all going to go watch Worlds. So, oh my gosh. So yeah. Yeah. So okay. hopefully, hopefully you're there. I'll try to be there too. That's so fun. Oh my yeah. God. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what's the stand the world standard? I don't know. <laughs> I, I have it. But oh, okay. it's so I have it from the mile because you can now they're doing I don't know what the 15 is. It might be 404 flat. So you have to be in the 403 zone. Um yeah. But I know if if you break 422 in the mile, you also get it. And I ran 421 at Sir Walter last summer. So I have I have the standard, so right. I, but I'm not a hundred percent sure I what, the know exact what the exact time is. Yeah. yeah. Do you need to get it? it well, I guess. Do you, so you yeah. already got it. If you got it last summer, it still counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The window was open. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, I like really am out of touch. Well, yeah, we don't even know it. So no, I mean, so this is the dumbest thing part about track. It's so hard to like follow and like you're literally in the running world and you're like well i don't know what's going on yeah. and like that's it's just it's you why would you know like exactly yeah. exactly um so okay who do you think is going to be the biggest competition oh i mean <laughs> everyone <laughs> i think that's why i love the um 1500 is because like i feel like you look at the 5k or 10k and it's kind of like it's going to be one of five people, you know, maybe six. I don't know. But, like, the 15, I'm like, it could be one of 12 people. Like, if right. you make the 15 final at USA's, you, you could make the team. Like, you're a good enough big team. So, I think it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I would say it, any given day it could be anyone. But, um, obviously, Sinclair's really good, and she's won a U.S. title before. And then Heather, you know. I love Heather. We yeah. love Heather. And, you yeah. know, she's iconic. And then. I love Sinclair, too, though. Sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, you have yeah. Jo- Josette, who's really strong and, like, could make it just really fast. Like, I, I don't know. There's so many, like. Yeah, but who do you think is Emma's question? <laughs> probably, the, probably those four. But probably then, me. You, know, um. <laughs> you have, like, but then you have, like, collegiates who are, like, sharp and they're, like, can kick really well. Like, I feel like when I made the team in 2019, like, no one would have said me. But, like, but I, then you did that. But then I did. And, like, so I'm never going to count anyone out. And, like. Totally. Yeah, that's kind of how I. But, yeah, I mean, those are, like, the big names. I just. Yeah, wait, who is that Corey, girl who Mickey. was closing in on you at your last race? Right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, she like, had a good <laughs> kick, by the way. I don't know. Not sure. But, she was there, yeah. She, she was, she was pumping, yeah. Yeah, no, people like it could be anyone's, but then obviously you have to the standard. So I think everyone I just named has the standard. That's why I'm kind of like them. But okay, I'll answer. Yeah. So I think Nikki's gonna win. I yeah. think Sinclair's gonna take second. <laughs> no, do it, do it, do it. Here's the team. <laughs> and then maybe like maybe like. Ooh, who's random? Like maybe like an Elise Cranny or something. 
Well, it's I don't know. Good. Yeah, because then you also don't know who's running what. Like, yeah. people are kind of secretive about if they're rightfully so. Like, it's a sport, you know, like what event they're going to do. And, like, so I don't know. But I'm just like, all I can do is focus on myself and be in the best shape. And I also, I kind of like want to look far. I was kind of talking to Sinclair about this, but it's like, I want to look past USA. It's like, of course, it's so hard to make that team. And that's like such a goal and so important. But like, if that's your whole focus it's like like I've been to a world championships and I've made a world final and so now I'm like I want to be you know in the top half of that world final so it's like I want to look kind of towards worlds and then like I don't know like not put just totally zone focus in on I have to be top three at USA it's like look beyond that because like I don't know I want to be competitive on the global stage dream big that's the big goal yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I feel like if you I mean rightfully so, so that like USA is it's like very competitive and very hard to make a team so it makes sense as to like why you want to focus on it but I also get it where it's like you don't want to have too much focus on it because then you'll get to worlds and kind of be like a, it's like a happy to be there it's happy to be there right? yeah <laughs> yeah and I feel like I don't know back in my running career I feel like that's how I approached every single like national championship I feel like I was almost like I'm happy to be here you know it was never I never mm-hmm. took that next thing of like be yeah. like okay now I have to perform on the scale like it should not be yeah. like uh, woo it doesn't matter how it goes you know I'm not <laughs> saying that that's how you are but that, I think I'm just a little bit too content with right. <laughs> being there no, I just want everyone I mean, to have a good time it's yeah. a big deal to make it though I mean to be fair it is, like, it's, a, it is. it's a huge achievement for I, sure. I'll just say like I feel like that was in 2019 I was like I want to make the team I want to make the team like that was so and then I did so I feel like I and then in at the world championships I was genuinely just so happy to be there so like that was my journey in 2019 I'm just like okay what's the I've been there done that like what's the next like goal and so right yeah yeah yeah. oh my gosh I think it's hard too because it's like there's been so many years in between just with COVID and stuff where I feel like it's like yeah you kind of just like have to actively you know reassess that mindset instead of doing that happy to be there so yeah yeah, definitely um Well, I'm also going to be at USA, so I'm excited to watch that. I already booked my ticket to yes. So I'm, like, really tapped in the running world now, so. Heck yeah. I feel like I, I very, like, selectively tap in and out, you know? Um, yeah. But, you should. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to be at USA because, like, I feel like I know so many people running right now that right. I should just take advantage of it. And same with Worlds, like, or even Worlds last year when I went to Eugene. I feel like there's just not that many opportunities I'm going to get to see my friends race like that, so... Totally. And it's Eugene. It's, you know, our home turf. The home, <laughs> the home hopping, the wild duck. And Hayward that we didn't even run on. Oh, like the spaceship. <laughs> I know. The giant cool. spaceship. I can't. I'm so done. Um, okay, how's life outside of running? <laughs> if there is any. Split. We have a dog. Oh my gosh, yeah. We just went, Um, we were California for the week. It yeah, was we like, stayed with Nikki's family in Santa Cruz in between the yeah. races. That okay. was fun. But yeah. there was some low points because um Scout got skunked. Like she got sprayed by a skunk. And I Nikki remember, and I- did I see that on Instagram or something? And yeah, I, I'm sorry, I laughed. I shouldn't laugh because it's probably no. It was, it was we, really funny. We was got a divorce. It was not. No, it was not funny at the time. Let's tell the story. So basically. 
We drive from LA to Santa Cruz. It's like five or six hours. Nikki leaves their sports bras, underwear, something in the hotel. We're 40 minutes out from the hotel. So we have to turn around and drive back, get the stuff. <laughs> then we start fighting because Nikki's dead. <laughs> I was anyway yeah we just like kind of start getting an argument so getting then divorced getting divorced at the beginning so this is like the afternoon right we drive all the way to Santa Cruz we get there have a beautiful family dinner at Nikki's grandma's house we're gonna stay the night at Nikki's grandma's house so we're it's like 10 p.m we've had a long day we're yeah. with our German shepherd who just like hasn't been exercised she we also went to the beach um like before dinner and scout drink so much no. ocean water okay. <laughs> he drank the ocean rose up at grandma's but, but then drink so much like basically we're like in the room we have to keep taking her to the bathroom because she has to pee and at I'm like, like night 11 p.m and, and i'm like she's God, like you yeah. peed so much so i finally just like open the no, door. no 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 not yet not yet it's like it's like almost midnight at this point nikki and i are like at our wits end being like it's your turn to take her out <laughs> no it's your turn so then Nikki, I'm like, this is your grandma's house. You need to do this. So I open the door and like, I'm, I turn around to grab her leash, but she like ran out. So I'm like, whatever, I'll get her leash. And then all of a sudden she's just gone. Like she just like took off. And I was like, okay, well, she's gone. And Nikki calmly says, turns to me and is like, she's gone. <laughs> and then you walk out. And I walk out that and all of a sudden I just like I kind of hear something and then I just like see her because it's like pitch black and she's like blinking like she's like kind of like shaking her face like blinking and I'm like what do you do and then this like the most horrid smell <laughs> like hits me in the face and I'm like oh my god like she got sprayed and the skunk like straight to the face like straight to the dome and I it was so bad. And then the whole house, like, no, starts no, no, no. smelling. We're staying in Nikki's grandma's room, bedroom. Like, bedroom that their grandma sleeps in on the weekends, like, when they're not at their other home. Like, Gal <laughs> comes sprinting in. Nikki Gal comes in. Like, fresh gun. It stinks up the room immediately. So we get her outside. And, like, Nikki's, like, I don't. I don't know if you've seen someone who's like I'm so angry that you can't even like talk to them but Nikki was like unavailable like completely I'm so over and about the 13th reason that would be my 14th reason like I'm sorry well how do you how do you even go about dealing with that like what do you water like wash her over the hose that's not gonna work Oh, it was such a mess. You know what? Fight or flight. Nikki just chose flight, takes the dog, and just is like, I'm leaving. We're going on a walk. We're going on a walk, which I'm like, that's <laughs> definitely not the procedure for a skunk spray. <laughs> so Nikki just leaves with Scout. I have to chase them down the road. I'm like, you need to come back. We need to like bathe her. And Nikki's like, I'm not doing that at my grandma's house. Like, I'm not doing that to my grandma's bathroom. I'm like, we don't have a choice. Like, anyway, so. We have to like rinse yeah. her off in your grandma's shower, and you were just again. Nikki's emotionally unavailable this entire time. Like, is your is your grandma awake? No, no, no. thank God, no. no grandma stayed like yeah. She only her house is like right on the coast. It's incredible, but um yeah, she's only there on like the weekend. So yeah, we were. Yeah, so your aunt and uncle were there, but my aunt and uncle were staying. So Nikki so we were also trying to be really quiet. No, no, no. Nikki was trying to be really quiet. Nikki's like, Emma, shit. 
like don't talk i don't want to wake them up because yeah. he's like terrified i'm gonna like involve other people <laughs> in our situation at midnight, midnight i'm like i'm, I'm gonna divorce you i'm like i can't yeah. have a thought so we bathed her and used human shampoo and um and then yeah we just put a bunch of like um what is it vinegar bowls of vinegar around the room to like soak up the smell so that was that was our oh day but yeah, we opened the window and just aired it out. But like by the end of the week, apparently it like the smell it had, had aired out. But, but yeah, it was we we took more time to heal in our relationship. Yeah, that was a rough one. So <laughs> I that was we survived. We sort of survived. Yeah, it was a tense. It was a tense week. Gal like still kind of like smells like skunk, and I just like yeah, I'm triggered. <laughs> it's a triggering. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm sorry to bring it up and like you know bring up the memory. <laughs> yeah. I probably have PTSD. No, you did. Your question was literally how is life outside of right? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Well, I, I forgot how we got with trauma. <laughs> so that wasn't on you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, was- well, I'm glad that uh, that settled. You know. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. That was difficult in life. Okay, um, well, you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's what they exactly. said. That's so. Do you guys feel stronger after that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, who are you? It's weird when you see your partner in fight or flight, though. Oh. Anyway, but yeah, I think we're doing better now. Scout is doing okay. Yeah. And we're back at home. She, yeah. Anyway. I thought it would maybe deter. So Scout loves squirrels or like, like, of course she chased a skunk. She was like, like chasing cats, like, squirrels, what is, what is anything. That, yeah. So I thought it would maybe deter her from like doing that because like, yeah, you chase something and it like sprayed you in the face like yeah and no hasn't deterred her at all she's obsessed with squirrels and still well crossing your fingers no more skunks um yes there's no skunks in flagstaff yeah that thank god there's no skunks in flagstaff i don't think i've really ever even seen a skunk in real life me either i also hope not because i feel like i would be the type of person that would like get sprayed by a skunk You have, to, like, you have to, like, uh, attack it for it to... It has to feel threatened to spray you. Yeah, but look I at me. <laughs> they might... <laughs> Avoid skunks at all costs. Yeah, yeah no, skunks, they're yeah, afraid of me. Don't want the risk. It smelled so bad. It smelled like gasoline. So like, bad. it was so pungent. I, I, was, I was like, who made this animal? Like, yeah. anyway. yeah. What is the purpose of the skunk? I don't know. It's like a... It's their defense mechanism. It's like a porcupine. I'm sad that they're nocturnal because they're definitely nocturnal. Why else was it wandering around? Yeah, they're, yeah. That was the other thing is your grandma was like, oh, yeah, that skunk family has lived under our yeah, porch for a family. long time. <laughs> it's yeah. a family of skunks. I'm just yeah, like, woke them all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was. <laughs> I have no idea what the skunk's purpose is, though. No, I'm not that sure. Upset, right? In the ecosystem, not sure where they fall. <laughs> I don't know very much, though. I have, like, so much to do after this episode. I have to DM Sydney McLaughlin, research for some skunks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was <laughs> so, so just, yeah. anyway. Um. Anyway, so any, like, any other fun things that you guys are getting up to outside of getting chased by skunks? You guys are, yeah, I'm sure you're working on the Pride 5K now again soon. Yeah, no, oh. we're gonna. Yeah, we're start. We're getting we're, started yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, what's been going on with us? I mean, you've been racing. I've been training. Yeah, honestly, just like getting along with people and flag stuff. I feel like that's been. Oh, we've been making bread. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, what kind? <laughs> Sourdough. Oh my god, yeah, you're gonna die. Literally, good. we randomly went to Brent Brandon's house. Like, yeah. we okay, we went to this person's house in December for dinner. Yeah. Matt Lano's partner, he's lovely. Yeah. Um, and and I did not know what I was walking into with this dinner, but apparently it was a sourdough bread making like activity, <laughs> and it was with Rachel and you, and I had no idea that Nikki had I any interest. I had no idea that you were interested in sourdough. When I say that we have not had a fret like Nikki has made a fresh sourdough of every single week since the beginning of January. I haven't tasted store-bought bread. It's the most random thing. I had no idea that that was coming. Really good. They're, yeah, they're so good at making it, though. It's, How long yeah. is that? I feel like you have to have the starter, don't you? Like, doesn't it yeah, take so that's how it, that's what the dinner party was for, to, to get the starter. Yeah. Oh, um, you're then you have to keep... just, like, like, ripping apart the starter and... Yeah. Sure. And what even is sourdough starter? Is it, like, a... Like a... It's a it's a living like bacteria and you have to feed mm. it. And but it makes it's like what makes the bread expensive, I think. Yeah. But okay. it's but what's cool is like you can't so. make starter. You have to get it from someone. So like there's sourdough in like Italy that's like the starter has been passed down for like generations, like yeah. hundreds of years. So well, I'm like the started the cool. starter. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to add that too to my research. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's such a process, but you do it every week. Yeah, every Sunday. It's so beautiful. The bread does taste really good, though. I love sourdough. I had some for lunch, but it was bought at Mr. Trader Joe's place. Yeah. So probably not yeah. as good as yours. Well, maybe you should bring I'll give you some starter. Yeah, yeah, bring me some starter. Yeah. Well, so okay, wait. Good. What meats are you guys going to other than USA's? Well, um, I won't be at any of them. I'm sad. I don't think you're not going to be at the on-running one this weekend in LA. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't. Right before this, we're, we're, we're like, I might, no, I don't even know. We're debating, I might go pace it, the 5K. Pull up! So it would be a up. really last-minute thing, so right before the Zoom call, we're like frantically searching for flights, but... We'll see. That's still like very TV. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, but no. I we're gonna. I'm just gonna race Portland June second, and I'm gonna go over to Europe um, at the beginning of June and do a couple races over there before USA's. Um, but yeah, if you're going to Portland, you'll see Emma. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, people were telling me you're going to the Portland Track Festival. Yeah. 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 The one that's the second. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. yeah, people were telling me to go. I haven't, I don't have any travel plans in June yet, so that could be one that I go to, because that's probably the only other track meet I would go to, besides for USA's, and the one that's right. Um, it's not a, there's not a lot of meets in June. Yeah, it's in kinda, the US. kind of barren. Yeah. 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 PTF, yeah. it sounds like that's the move. Yeah, yeah. You should come to Flag, though. I know, I need to, and I feel like the summers are nice. Oh, Let me yeah. get in a little bit better running shape so I can at least like hang maybe a little bit, like possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, then I'll. Well, we could just come chill. I mean, at, Kelly's coming to visit me um, in, in May. Yeah, Memorial well, Day. It's or, literally May. Oh my God. In like a few weeks. What's the holiday in May? Memorial Day? Is it? What's the holiday? It's day? Memorial Day. Whatever Day. that weekend. Is it? Oh my God. I want to say Labor Day, but this is. No, not. it's Memorial Day, I think. Memorial oh, okay. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kelly's coming to visit. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. You should come. Kelly, I just friend. saw Kelly because I was in Portland like two weeks ago. So oh my god, be a little Oregon reunion. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, 
Is she staying with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Kelly's really making the trips. Kelly's really, yeah. You know those friends that just like stay in touch and like make it Oh, effort. she's the, we, I think we've talked about this. So Kelly, yeah. for the, I kind of forgot that we were on the podcast oh, right now. Um, Kelly was friend. our teammate. Our, yeah, teammate. You guys didn't live together ever, did you? No, never. Yeah. 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 Kelly was my roommate for a couple of years, but yeah, she was on the Oregon team with us. Um, but she's the best. And she's one of those people that is so good at keeping in touch because yeah. I am not the best no. at keeping in touch. Um, so yeah, Kelly's the person that'll just like call you randomly and then you catch up for like an hour. And she's yeah. so good about it the best she's, yeah she's such an icon for doing that <laughs> she's lovely she's an inspiration for me to be better at that she is she's so good at it i love that that's the same instead i just have my friends on my podcast and that's how i catch up with them yeah i love that that's, that's also a really too. good way of doing it. yeah no i love it um okay well we already um spent an hour on, on talking about skunks and a little bit of running sprinkled in there uh, there's like a couple like uh well, I kind of want to do, like, a couples thing where it's, like, you guys, like, fight a little bit. Maybe not fight. It's all the right words. Um, okay, I have a question. Who is who's more competitive? Um, I would say Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, so, like, in everything or just, like? No. It just depends. Like- On the track, as an athlete, I think Nikki is more competitive. Okay, but, like, board games, Emma. Yeah, no, I get emotionally involved yeah. in a way that I haven't seen you get emotionally involved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I throw fights. Okay. Yeah. Um, who would win in a hot dog eating contest? <laughs> oh, my God. I think you. Yeah. I think I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I've never done one of those, but they sound. it sounds like a little bit traumatizing to have to do that. Or, like, any sort of eating yeah. contest doesn't sound very enjoyable. No, it's it would be difficult, but I would win. Yeah. Okay. You have to dip it in water. You dip the you dip the bun in water, and then you put it in your mouth, and then you like go. That is the hot dog. God, she already has. She already has a whole plan. Yeah. Okay. What's a perfect date night for you both? Ooh. I think for Nikki, you like you like when we go out to dinner. And maybe dress kind of cute. Am I right about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, um, yeah. So you like a nice dinner and dressing cute, and then maybe getting like a treat afterwards, like ice cream or something. Is that correct? <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, a treat. Yeah, by that time, like, yeah, a little, little sweet treat after. Like, yeah, a sweet treat. Yeah, Emma, you would want to um watch a movie and in and like DoorDash. Yeah, like, yeah, like stay in. Yeah, <laughs> homebody. Yeah. yeah okay. And get, order a sweet treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doordash twice. One for the meal and one for the treat. Yeah. Get the crumble. Oh yeah, yeah the crumble's good. Yeah. Okay. I kind of find crumble cookies a little bit overrated, but maybe that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like a. I don't have the app or anything. I'm not like a crumble stand, but like I love a good cookie. Yeah, you do like you. You do like cookies. I think Nikki likes cookies more than me, but I agree. Crumble can it's, be. Can be oh, it depends on the that. flavor, and they're also really big. So yeah. yeah, I just feel like there was a point in time. I don't know what year it was, but TikTok. All I was getting on my feed was these are the crumble cookies of the week, and I was like, yeah. I literally <laughs> couldn't care less. How about that? Not interested. Yeah. Smash. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Like the flavors. That's so funny. Where did that go? I never get that anymore. 
See, I don't like, I'm not a crumble cookie hater, though I do sound like one. Like, I will eat one if it's given to me, but I have never gone out of my way to go get any, but. Yeah. Now I feel that. There's, no. there's not a good, like, Flagstaff's too small. Like, it's, there is a crumble in Flagstaff, and there's not really another, like, like, sad to say the best cookie in Flagstaff is probably. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A crumble. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I need to branch out more. But... In terms of, like, a cookie place. Yeah, like, if I'm in a big city, like, I'm not going to crumble. Yeah. What's a, like, what are some good restaurants around Flag? We love, um, Foray for brunch. For brunch. We like, we like Karma, like sushi. Karma sushi, where's the other one? Lounge is good. Oh, Shift. We love Shift. Shift, Shift has these, um, they're pickled French fries. Yeah. I, I like, like those. those. Yeah, definitely go to Shift if you come to Flag stuff. It's really yummy. There's a lot of, like, tourist homes good, like, brunch. There's a lot of good brunch places. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel the only ones I remember are Tourist Home and what is it, Macy's Cafe or something? Yeah, Uh, just some like coffee shop. No, I don't remember any of the other places, but people, I feel like people always want to like five staff recommendations. Yeah, Uh, yeah. (laughs) We also have Pizza Club for pizza and Fat Olives for pizza too. Fat Olives is good. Yeah, yeah. There's some good places. Yeah, I'm not mad at them. I like shift. Flagstaff is cute though. I like Flagstaff as a city. It's a lot. I don't know. It's a lot smaller than San Diego. San Diego is so overwhelming. So it's like nice to be in like a little mountain town, you know? And the air is like nice and crisp. Oh, yeah. No, that's well said. Oh, yeah. It's its own vibe for sure. But it's cute. Yeah. It It has like enough options, but not so many that overwhelms you, I guess. Yeah. Not much. Um, Okay. Team Haley or Selena? (laughs) Is that even a question? I think I'm just like anti Justin. Really? Oh, that's like a hot take. Like, I think, I think that, like, both of those women, like, I just, it's, like, I don't believe in comparing women ever. I love Selena Gomez, though. Like, I love her. I think Hailey Bieber is, like, a gorgeous person. But I think Justin, I'm just, like, what are you doing, buddy? What's going on? Who's the real villain? Who's the real villain? I think it's Justin. I think, I would love to hear Justin be a little more respectful about both of these people. You should write him a strongly worded letter. I absolutely do would. Yeah. I absolutely would. Wait, who are you? Selena. Selena, yeah. <laughs> she is she is very cool. Like, I, honestly, I don't really know that many Team Haley's. Because we all grew up with Selena and Justin. Like they were like the couple of the century, I feel like. And I was like, I just uh, Selena is Oh, like, okay. Well, as far as to end up with Justin, I don't yeah, neither. But like not either, yeah. I yeah. just feel like Haley's kind of a mean girl, and I don't really root for the mean girls. Well, I think no, that I, I think know. I think that we just like I just don't know them personally. But Justin is the villain here. <laughs> Not that much I know. That much I know. But I love Selena Gomez. Like she's so. I mean, you know, we watch on Wizards of Waverly Place. Like yeah, her music like is so good. There. Like she's yeah. so like. And I will say it's like a nepo baby versus like Selena Gomez. If you're comparing the two, like Haley versus Selena, so I will say it's like. It's a lot easier to root for Selena because she's so like worked so hard and she's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you just watched her documentary. Yes, yeah. we did. My mind and me. Yeah. It was really sad, honestly. Like watching, I was like, oh, it's kind of depressing. She seemed yeah. really overwhelmed and yeah. not well. And yeah. I'm sorry about that. It sounds like a really tough career to be in. And then, like, the medical Uh, stuff. Mental note, do not become a pop star. I know. Not good for your mental health at all. No, no. 
Um, okay, what are each other's icks about each other? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like that's that's a good one. One. I feel like I know yours about me. I don't think I have one for you. Yes, you do. <laughs> I know what yours are for me, though. I don't know. Okay, so yours about me. Let's hear them. Well, I think our biggest conflicts usually center around, like, how we handle conflict. Oh, and I don't think that's an ick, though. I get the ick. You would say, like, when I chew with my mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, like those kind of, okay, not, like, value icks. Okay, yeah, yeah. I must think it's too serious. Oh, yeah, God. we don't need to go into, like, what we value and whatever. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. So Nikki sometimes chews with her mouth open a little bit. And I don't like hearing that sound. I would rather eat completely alone than hear anyone breathe or chew yeah. or anything. So. Oh, okay, I have an ick. When you drive... Emily always drives right in the person's blind spot. <laughs> like, so if they were to, like, swerve in New Orleans, like, would be their fault because, like, they're coming into us. But, like, I'm like, I just don't trust others. I don't trust yeah, you. That stresses me out. Yeah. I'm like, either pass or slow down. Like, like, don't drive in where they can't see us. So, yeah, that stresses me out. I don't know. If that, that's Nick. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I use my horn, though, if they do try to turn into me. <laughs> Uh, yeah the type of person to just just stay in between two trucks like yeah. when there's two trucks beside you you're yeah, just happy yeah. happily driving in the middle yeah that's just happy to be there I'm that's like, oh sketch yeah i don't think i do that i try not to but yeah you don't really like my driving sometimes which is perfect it's fine <laughs> i'm so done what else i mean i'm definitely i think sometimes you when leave I your clean. stuff. Yeah, because around. I knew it was gonna be some cleaning. Yeah, <laughs> then cleaning is I think a thing. I'm not I'm not neat and Emma's really tidy and so Nikki, yeah. like your workout backpack is right there yeah. next to the door. And yeah. it's that's not where it goes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess that's a Nick. Do you have another one for me? <laughs> no. Me Ooh. I have another driving one. <laughs> <laughs> driving. When you okay, you know how the right lane is for like like you only are in the left lane when you're passing someone and then you get back into the right lane. And then we'll just uh, our whole road trip chill in the left lane. I'm like, no, you have to get over. But like when people when people speed up and they're like coming behind you, you just don't move? No, I speed up. I'm very concerned. No, Emma like speeds up, but I'm like like, it's just for pa- I don't think you know that it's just for passing. I absolutely do know that. It's a choice. Okay. <laughs> so that's my ex. Okay. <laughs> Another stressful okay. thing where it's like, you just don't know who's going to come up behind you. Yeah. You live life on the edge, I guess, when you're driving. Yeah. I'll be more aware of that in the future. Yeah, I'll be more aware of my backpack on the floor, too. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Like couples therapy. Yeah, yeah that was compromise. This is my new career. I'm just going to become a couples therapist. You'd yeah. be good at it. It's what if you fun. just like ask them and then we just like broke up? <laughs> just like, <laughs> like on the pot. Yeah. You just have a like, yeah. huge fight and someone storms off. Yeah. <laughs> I'd post it and clickbait it immediately. And also yeah. post a video version of it happening. You can I don't even care about the crusty. That would be really bad. Oh I think that would be like the, the most dramatic thing that's ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> Not that anything has dramatically ever happened, but. There's okay. always time for something to happen, you know? Uh, okay, wait, I thought of another. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Okay, sometimes Emma will have dreams, like, 
about me. Like I'll do something mean to her in her dream and then wake up in the morning and then be mad at me. And I have to apologize for what I did in the dream. And I feel like I'm like, well, that wasn't me. That was like your dream version of me. Dreams are rooted in deep truths. <laughs> so obviously there's something you must have done. And then Emma isn't, isn't it your deep truth? Like, why would it be? Why would that have why to do with it? my fault? <laughs> because <laughs> you've hurt my feelings. <laughs> I don't know. I do think it's really healthy though that I I do express my feelings to you and it's not like I'm harboring resentment towards you so like if I do feel some type of way you you're like the first to know about it yeah let me talk about it so it's fine so I'm that it must be inconvenient that your partner has feelings sometimes (laughs) yeah Yeah. and and how now starts the fight all right yeah here we go yeah bring it on okay that's my i don't have any more (laughs) okay someone asked is emma abrahamson a rat or a frog oh god yeah yeah this is that's amazing okay so there's this little game we play that you're um the whole world is just made up of either rats or frogs um like i'm a rat and then emma emma gee is a frog and um i don't know what do you think emma is I think I can't tell. I can't tell. I don't think it's very. Is it like appearance or is it like personality? Only appearance. It's appearance based. Hannah and Nikki play this game a lot, and the rest of. Well, yeah, Hannah was the person that asked it, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So they just like randomly started talking about it one day. It's about like you're okay if you have like big, you know, big beautiful eyes. It's like frog. It's more frog like. Like I have like a sharp like. A sharp note like jawline so it's like frog or rat i don't know i'm a hybrid <laughs> i'm a wrong yeah. so yeah it's like no it's just like a funny you could give an example maybe of people you know yeah yeah, yeah. i would love i would love an example some examples yeah okay how about name someone on the count of three we say rat or frog someone that we all know well you just how about you just share ellie and hannah's because we shared okay ellie's a rat Hannah's a frog. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> if you need a really good example. Okay. Go on. Nathan Ritzenheim is a rat. <laughs> okay. Like, if you just, you gotta, it's just about the features. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of, like, someone, um, Grant Fisher, what is he? I think frog. Maybe a frog, yeah. Yeah, I would say frog as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like well, you could do Kelly. You guys both know Kelly. Kelly's a rat. <laughs> Kelly is a rat. Kelly's a rat. Okay. See, you can't. It's just like Yeah. And it's it's also like neither of them are flattering, so it's not like you want to be one or the other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Anyways. Well now I keep looking at myself in the camera. I'm like, am I a rat or a frog? I think you're a frog. What do you think? I don't like I could be rat. Like if it was personality based, I feel like you'd be rat for sure. <laughs> Ratty rat. I'd be a rat. Sound off in the comments. What's Emma? Yeah, in the comments of my podcast that don't exist. Um, leave a review saying I'm a frat or frat. I'm a rat or a frog. I'm a frat. Maybe you're a frat. You're mixed. Yeah. <laughs> Some people I feel like are mixed. If that's yeah. like the two options. Now, now it's frat. The more I look at you, yeah. Rat. I don't think rat. 
If it's hard, I'm going to have to text Anna. I think it's just bad in terms of this game because I think what has happened is, like, Hannah and Nikki, like, know this game. They know what they're talking about. So they'll be, like, shit. Like, they'll be, like, you rat. And, like, <laughs> but the way they say it is so, like, rat. Yeah, like, it doesn't sound like Well, yeah, if you call someone a rat because there's, like, already other meaning for rat if you're, like, you're a rat. But if, like, yeah. if you're a frog, no one's really going to, like, think about it, you know? They're like, what does that mean? So I do I think do the sometimes... same thing. Like, if I had an inside joke with someone and we were with another person and I would say, you're a rat. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah. So I think the delivery. you. Yeah. Delivery is everything in this game. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now people know uh, more context if they made it to this point in the episode, you know? Um, yeah. Thank if you hear Nikki... Or Emma saying frog or rat. Now you know why. So yeah, exactly. Um. Okay. Well, we can do. We have two more questions. Don't worry, we're almost done. Um. <laughs> someone asked advice to overcome worrying about what people think slash say about you. Oh my god! <laughs> For example, someone calls you a rat to your face. Like, what do you? Like <laughs> you're dead. Uh, I just feel like I've I've spent so much energy in my life like caring about what people think and I feel like I've just finally like whether I'm just more grown up or like I've experienced like so much hate that I'm just like I genuinely like don't care anymore like I'm or I've like built up a tolerance and it's like why like I don't know I just want to stop like spending energy on like I don't know caring people think I like I think that, I think what I will say is that I think it's important to honor that it's very normal and natural to, like, want people's approval because getting approval is a sign that you're a part of a community and being in a community feels safer. So I don't think you'll ever erase that part of yourself that, like, needs to belong. Yeah. So I think that's really healthy and normal. I do think that there is kind of, like, a sense of, like, I grew up in a family with, like, five kids, so I feel like I learned pretty quickly that, like life is chaotic and I can't control other people's feelings like based on my actions all the time sometimes my mom would be mad because one of my other siblings messed up right so I feel like for me I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't always like care per se what people think because I'm like their experience in life right now probably doesn't have a lot to do with like what I'm doing so I feel like it's just kind of that logical understanding of like I think people think a lot less about me than I sometimes might think and that feels like really safe and healthy and normal because I'm just like no one really really cares at the end of the day about what I'm doing I care the most out of anyone and so yeah I feel like you just trust that most people are probably just kind of thinking about themselves and what matters to them and I like that I like I kind of like knowing that because yeah yeah I think it'd be it would be crazy to or I think it would drive me crazy to like have to answer to everyone's opinion about what I'm doing so yeah yeah Yeah. you're never gonna please everyone no you literally can't yeah yeah I feel like when I turned 25 too I feel like my frontal lobe developed and then I really (laughs) stopped caring like I've already kind of like really cared that much throughout my whole life because I'm like I'm gonna do me you know but yeah then my frontal lobe developed something in my little noggin clicked and I was like I really don't care and also I feel like I read this book when I was in college called the four four agreements and one Uh of them is like I don't know. It basically was explaining how what people say or like how people act is a projection of how they're feeling on the inside. Yeah. Something like that, like something along those lines. So I feel like when I read that book too, it like really opened my eyes being like, like the way that people act or like if they say something, 
I don't know, some of one of their strong opinions onto you, whatever. I don't know. It's just from their own perspective and their own thoughts in their own little bubble. And it's kind of the yeah. same thing. Like everyone is so focused on themselves. Yeah. But it also comes with age, I think, too. I agree. And it, yeah, if I someone agree. is like being mean to you or like, you know, like it's saying so much more about them than you. Yeah. It's like they are insecure and like sad with themselves. And it's, yeah. I do think it's interesting though, maybe especially for you two, because you guys found so much success like in running and like attention from running, if that makes sense. That like, like I'm sure it's hard when you're still growing up and developing and you're kind of associating like, oh, when I achieve and people really like me, like you're kind of like, it might be hard when you're a kid to kind of like, or as an adult, like unpacking that, like, oh, if I do something cool, then people will like me. And therefore, like, I want to seek people's approval because that's so like tied. Like, I definitely have noticed that being around a lot of like professional runners who've experienced a lot of success. So I'm like, oh, you guys are just all so confident. Look at what you've achieved. But in reality, you're dealing with a lot of people who have connected like people pleasing and achievement like they really have to care about what people think of them because that's like the association a little bit. I feel like that's something that I've noticed. So what <laughs> I've noticed about you. Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not in, like you're insecure, and not confident, but yeah. I'm just saying that's like a lived experience that I'm sure you For have sure. to challenge and process. Like that's yeah. really hard to unwire. I'm sure. I mean, I, de- I definitely think so, especially, like, now that I'm not really good at running anymore, like, it's hard to, like, I don't think worthy is the right word of just, like, being happy or whatever, but it's just, like, hard to, um, I guess, like, even though I guess in my career, you know, I'm successful, but I feel, like, unsuccessful all the time because I'm, like, not good at running anymore, and so oh, that's, like, just something that I, like, deal with all the time, and it makes no sense because I think leaving the running world has definitely helped me, though, because I'm, like, people don't care, really. Um, um at all yeah, yeah. Right. so I think like leaving the running world and leaving the little elite bubble really helps me because it gave me perspective of like it doesn't really matter that much but totally. I think it's something that I will just always struggle with uh even though it doesn't because for me. so long it was that yeah. way yeah. yeah yeah exactly and it brought me so much fulfillment too that it's like hard to find other things that give me that same amount of like fulfillment because I sacrificed so much and stuff so yeah, I mean, yeah. it'll be interesting to see, like, over the course of, like, I don't know, at least the next, like, 20 years of my life to see, like, if there's anything else that really makes me feel that way. I don't know. It'll be interesting, but. No, totally. Yeah. It's such a journey, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Okay, the last question I have is, do you have any advice to your younger self? Aw. You love that question. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I hate that question. Why? No, it's just, I, this is hard because I did, I feel like I've said this before, but I feel like my younger self had it all figured out. And I'm like, I want advice from them, you know, like they were so like new, like we're so confident in who they were. And like, and then I feel like the world kind of fucked them up. And then now it's like, but, um, but so I guess my advice to them would be like, like, just be yourself and like, don't let anyone like dim your light or like um I don't know <laughs> well what would what do you think their advice would be for you now yeah oh, no that's yeah. what I think it would be yeah don't dim your light yeah like I don't know don't like but but at the same time it's like that that's like the journey you go on to go, come back to who you are and I don't know mm. when do you feel like you lost it 
I feel like high school, like, I don't know, just being like some, like, I knew I wasn't a girl, like, from like three years old, you know? And like, I feel like my, when I was like seven, I was still like dressing the way I want, like, you know, I hate, I hated wearing dresses. I hated like, I don't know, like I was still like, I had my hair short, like, so I feel like probably like junior high, high school, like was when you were like, oh my God, kind of like what we were just talking about, like, I need to fit in. I need to like, um, so I like grew my hair out and like, you know, started dressing like the way, you know, other girls dress. And it was just like, I did it to like fit in and to like be well liked when it's like not really who I ever was. And like, yeah, I feel like then college, I was like, I feel like I kind of started figuring it out in college and then yeah so I don't know like I guess puberty <laughs> no like, yeah fucked me up yeah <laughs> yeah that's tough yeah things get pretty gendered I feel like in junior high and high school yeah and they're just like I yeah I mean now that you've come out and stuff do you feel like it's gotten better yeah I mean I just feel like we were I'm like 28 so I was I graduated high school in 2013 and I just feel like that was a really hard time like to be a queer obviously like generations before me had it way worse but like no one no one at my high school was like out like I feel I feel like now or even like two or three years later it was becoming more normalized and like now it's like you know teachers ask like what are your pronouns like it's like a whole yeah it's so much better now but like um I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> if is it better now? <laughs> oh, now for me, now out. that I'm out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Like, um, no, and I feel like I've found my people and everyone here in Flagstaff uses my pronouns and I was really like, um, yeah, it's it's very freeing and very nice to be my authentic self. Um and yeah. yeah. Aww. I love that. Yeah. Hopefully it keeps yeah. getting better and better too, you know, as the world opens yeah. up their minds a bit more yeah yeah it's like the pro like it's definitely slowly changing and like oh um, yeah yeah it's been like two years now and like I feel like like before this year there wasn't a single race I could go back and watch and like the announcers use my pronouns correctly the whole time and now there's like two of them you know this is like yeah been a couple there's been yeah like yeah. it's now it's like normalized normal. it'd be normal to it'd be not normal to misgender me you know right. and so I feel like that's really cool and that's obviously cool for me but I think it's really cool for like you know trans and non-binary kids who watch track and field to see and to be like oh I can I can come out and I can be affirmed in my gender and I think that's like really special and like that's like why I did it like I I really was like I could go my whole career I've gone my whole life getting misgendered I could like go the rest of my career and then just wait until I'm done to come out but then I was like no like I want this for myself but I want this for like other people too and I know track and field can like be that sport and safe space for you know little queer kids yeah. yeah 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 definitely I mean I feel like you're paving the way so which is awesome because I feel like we need so much more representation just even like just in the LGBTQ community in track and field. So I feel like you guys do such a good job. Um, and just talking about it publicly, I feel like it's just so important because mm -hmm. there's not that many like big names out there that are talking about it. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's why people like you so much too. And you're just like two likable people, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you guys are making a very big impact, which is awesome. Aww. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> yeah. 
nice. But I think that's why another part about representation is so important. It's like Emma and I were both queer, but we're so different too. And it's like there's not just one way to be queer. Like, you know, there's yeah, I don't know. Every queer person is their own unique person. And so it's like if someone can't find representation in me, like maybe they could find it or see themselves in Emma. And like, you know, I think that's why it's really important for us to be like vocal and use our platforms and like just be our open authentic selves yeah I do think like I obviously come from a very conservative Christian background and everything and it's yeah it's I think for me going back to the original question it's like I believe very much in having and building a healthy relationship with yourself first and foremost in life. And I feel like part of my lived experience is having to like stand up to family, friends, you know, a religion that played like a massive role in my life and my understanding of the universe. Right. And so I think, I think, yeah, it's been, I think that's why I prioritize like, oh, it like, like, hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's just sometimes like when we talk about the people pleasing stuff and when we talk about like, you know, building confidence, my confidence was built from having to like literally confront the people that I love and love me and be like, no, like, this is who I am and like have to like live with that change and go a completely different direction in my life and often like live without those connections and that security that I was that I've grown up with. Yeah. So I feel like to me, it's so serious and so important to build a good relationship with yourself and to know, like, to know yourself so well that when someone you trust and respect tells you that, like, who you are is wrong or what you're doing is wrong, that you can stand up and say, no, yeah, like, no, I am a good person. It isn't wrong to feel this way. And so I do feel like that's the most important thing to me is that you really don't let anyone other than yourself, like, tell you what is yeah like right and wrong so I I feel that to my core and I just want to preach yeah I just like like you can't you can't trust anyone else to like stand up for yourself basically like it's on you to do that and I think yeah what we've both probably learned is you can be pleasantly surprised the people that do accept you like showing up as you are obviously we're both very privileged absolutely but I applaud anyone who is able to do that in their life so yeah good job good job to us no i mean i feel like this episode got so serious like now we're talking about real life things um no but that's also what i like about you guys is that you guys like you guys are both two hilarious people but then also you're definitely able to have like real deep conversations that need to be talked about and publicly too Cause it takes a lot of courage to like talk about, you know, personal things that you're dealing with and stuff, um, like yeah. in the public eye. So I can't even imagine like what it looks like on your guys' end, but I just know like, I don't know, just from meeting on social media too, I just feel like you probably get a lot of people's opinions um, on things. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think the ability to be able to like handle that. And also you guys are just like two really funny people. So I just like talking to you and I think you guys are a blessing to the running world. Someone even said that, like, in the question box that I said, they're like, you guys, you three are, like, some of the best things that's, like, happened to the running world. And I was like, that's really nice to say. That's so nice. Yeah. Honestly, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, I agree, though. Honestly, retweet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, this episode's gone on for an hour and 30 minutes, but <laughs> oh my so we'll wrap it up. Um, where can people follow you at? Check out all your stuff. Sign up for the Pride 5K, but you probably can't do that yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Keep follow in. Pride 5K on Instagram. Uh, Emma Gee 1777 on Instagram. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Oh, yeah, I'm on TikTok. I'm not on Twitter, though. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not on Facebook, though. I feel like I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I, like, got logged out of my Facebook, which who the hell even uses Facebook anymore? But, like, I got logged out, so I can't edit anything. So it says, it says, like, Nikki Hilton, and then it says she, her, nice. like, in the pronouns. Right. And then it says, um, interested in meth. <laughs> Like, as far as, like, your sexuality. I bet you even ever added so your funny. I know, why? Why did you ask? Yeah, well, yeah. also, why does Facebook ask that? Like, is it a dating right. site? Yeah, that's so weird. Anyway, so, um, yeah, Sam Murphy told me that that's what my Facebook said the other week, and I was just dying laughing. I just, like, wish I could update that. Yeah, I can't. Yes, you're in the moment. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so don't add you on Facebook. Yeah, because no, you will not accept. Um, okay, well, hopefully you guys come to the on-running meet this weekend. If not, I'll see you guys at USA's probably or Portland Track Festival if I pull up. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that's it. I don't really know. Yeah, well, thank, thank yeah, you, Emma, for, for all that fun. you yeah. do for the running world. Yeah, you yeah. make the running yeah. world cooler. Like, yeah. literally, if you weren't there, we'd be so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> No, you guys are too nice. Um, okay, well, to end the episode, you can, we can do it in unison this time. Um, a good old peace out, fellas. You guys can say it together. Peace out, fellas. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Comms Over Cold Brew. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was kind of long, but honestly, it was just so funny. Sometimes I like literally forget that I'm talking on a podcast, and I just feel like I'm talking to my friends on FaceTime or something. So, uh, sorry it went on a little bit long, but I hope you guys enjoyed like the random tangents. Follow us on Instagram at commsovercoldbrewpod if you want to be up to date on the latest episodes and submit listener questions. And yeah, I will catch you all next week. Peace out, fellows. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.